Hello, Restoration Church. I'm Pastor Mark. And I'm Pastor Ken. And we are so glad you are joining us as we continue the conversation. On your mark, get set, go. This past Sunday, we heard a a message about that word, go. God has called people throughout Scripture to go. It was part of the last words of Jesus to his disciples before he ascended back into heaven. Uh, You said these words, God is looking for people to partner with him in his purposes for the world. God seeks us out. He saves us sanctifies us in order to send us, the sending grace of God. Right, and when we think about being sent out and answering God's call to go, some people may think that that that's a response, uh, that response is our gift to God. However, in the sending, there are many gifts that God has given us. We looked at the story of Jesus sending out the 72 in Luke chapter 10. Jesus didn't sugarcoat anything. No. Uh, what, what he said was there's going to be some problems ahead for him. Right. The act of going isn't always easy. Uh, Jesus sent out the 72 and he told them, I'm sending you out like lambs among wolves, right? Uh, not exactly enticing. Not right? exactly. <laughs> Yet what we are promised beyond the likely problems uh, that we face, uh, the temporary troubles and the struggles in this world, um, they don't compare to the gifts that God grants us. Some of the gifts God gives us um, are the gifts of provision and peace. The peace we talked about on Sunday, remember, is, is a supernatural peace. It's, it's one of the fruits of the Spirit that the Holy Spirit produces in us, in our lives, as we are being transformed through God's sanctifying grace. I, I think about the story of Paul. Uh, he was in prison. He was flogged. He was beaten with rods. He was stoned. He was shipwrecked. Uh, neither, he, was, he was near death multiple times. He labored and toiled, went without food and drink, On top of that, he dealt with concern for all the work he was involved with in the early church. He had been through the ringer. Mm -hmm. Yet in Philippians, we hear these words. Same author, this is Paul. He says, do not be anxious about anything. Let the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Paul knew it was God's grace that anchored him in his calling. I am thankful for the peace that that only God can give. Uh, For a lot of folks, that peace is helpful when we think about proclamation. Uh, Proclamation can be be terrifying. Some people uh, may think, I don't know a whole lot about Jesus, or I don't know a whole lot about the Bible. What what happens when I get in that situation and and maybe I don't have the answers I think I need? I, I love the text in Luke chapter 12 that you shared this past Sunday. It reminds us that the Holy Spirit will direct you in what to say. Uh, I've told the students that I work with many times to look for opportunities to share what God is doing in your own life, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of pointing out how maybe God could make someone else's life better, you share what God's doing in your own life. And if God can do that for me, he can do that for you, right? Uh, Some of the great conversations I've had with, with unbelievers about faith were started by talking about what Jesus is doing in my life or in my family, uh, in my church. 
Um, so we want to encourage you, don't shy away from bragging on God, what God is doing in your life and in others around you. It's a great way to point others to the light of Christ. So when it comes to, to proclamation, we don't have to worry about what are we going to say. And when we witness God's redeeming work in others around us, it can boost our own faith and, and our own desire to follow God's call. I'm thankful that when God sends us, we don't have to rely on our power. God gives us his power. If he's called you, what have we said? You know, he will equip you. Mm-hmm. He will come through. A challenging question maybe that can remind us of the power that is available to us in the call uh, on each of our lives is this. If, if you were to remove the power of God, remove the Holy Spirit from your life, would anything change? Mm. Wow. I want to be someone who lives by the power of God. The reality is the call to go will include problems. It's going to have some hardships. Trying to answer God's call within our own power leads to burnout. Eventually, we'll, we'll give up, undoubtedly. Mm-hmm. Is God calling you to go to people, places, to do things that are hard and maybe don't seem possible. We serve a God that specializes in doing the impossible. His power is enough. Yeah, His presence changes everything. Uh, You mentioned it is His greatest gift to us, His presence. And and I think about, again, we've talked about this on, on previous episodes, Jesus telling His disciples, I am sending you an advocate, one who will dwell within you. As you go, wherever you go, I will be with you always. When we, when we think about the story of Moses at the burning bush, you know, we're mindful of how sacred and amazing the presence of God truly is. The, the voice of God cries out from the bush and tells Moses, take off your sandals for the place you're standing is holy ground. You know, it wasn't a geographical location where the bush was, you know, that was so special. What made that moment in that area unique was the presence of God. Mm-hmm. Guess what God tells Moses? Go to Egypt. <laughs> and then he tells him, I mean, that's, that's a big deal. There's going to be problems there maybe. <laughs> but then he says, I will be with you. We hear that time and time again in Scripture. And, and now that the Spirit has come and resides in us, that's a big deal. Yeah. We never go alone. As we move about our day, engaging in conversations, living in obedience, we do so acknowledging God's power and grace is at work because of his presence within us. Leading up to his crucifixion, Jesus tells his disciples the Father would send the Holy Spirit and that they had a purpose in this world. Uh, Jesus is then crucified, resurrected, and then he appears to the disciples And he tells them, peace be with you, right? One of those gifts. Uh, And then he tells them, I am sending you. That sending grace that we've been talking about. He has a job for them to join in the work of God, and he's calling them to go. Yeah, that was the night of the resurrection that he shows up. Yes. Says, I'm sending you. And then what does Peter do? (laughs) That's right, right after that. He goes back to fishing. Right. He goes back to the family business. He he goes back to his default. Remember 
what his calling was from the beginning. Jesus called him away from his nets right, to fish for men. Peter is, is now out fishing, and he takes others with him. You know, but that night, they're fishing, and they catch nothing all night. You know, that sounds like me fishing. <laughs> I, I never catch anything when I... But he's professional. These are professionals out fishing, and they caught nothing. It's not exactly a pleasant experience. And I think it's important to note here that when we try to do things our way, when we live in, a, in disobedience mm-hmm. to God, it leaves us empty. Not doing what God wants us to do will result in frustration. Want to find fulfillment in this life? Obey Jesus. Mm-hmm. Answer his call on your life. Jesus shows up in that story. Jesus shows up on the shore in the morning after the disciples haven't caught anything all night. And Jesus tells them, hey, throw your nets on the other side of the boat. And what happens? The nets are filled to overflowing with fish. And, and the next scene is Peter swims to shore to meet Jesus. Right, he's not waiting for the boat to get there. Uh-huh. He jumps overboard <laughs> and swims. Now remember where we're at in this story, where Peter was at. It was just a short time ago on the night Jesus was crucified, or the night before he was crucified. Um, he was making a mess of things in the garden, right? He reaches for the sword and he cuts off right. the, the high servant's or excuse me, the high priest's servant's ear. Uh, later that night, he would deny even knowing Jesus three times. Right. And yet, what does he receive from Jesus in, the, in those moments on the shore? Grace. Yeah, he's on a journey. Yeah. Jesus continues to call Peter. Remember what he's asking him. You know, he's, he says, I've got a plan for your life, Peter. I'm, I'm sending you out with a purpose. It's not too late to answer the call. Remember, he says, feed my sheep. Take care of my lambs. Feed my, feed my lambs. Follow me, Peter. Jesus says to Peter, go. It may sound crazy. There are going to be some, some problems along the way. But the peace, the power, my presence you will know along the way will be worth it. Follow me. Go. An interesting note in that story, um, you know, Peter reaches Jesus on the shore, and Jesus had already prepared breakfast. Yeah. Right? And Scripture tells us that breakfast included bread and fish. fish. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't need the haul that the disciples right. had just brought onto their boat or was dragging beside their boat. God provides, mm-hmm. right? His grace is enough. All he needs from us and all he is asking is for us to respond in obedience to his call. Uh, we turn the page from that story to Acts chapter 1. Jesus is returning to heaven and tells his disciples to, to wait on the gift that God had promised, that Jesus had told his disciples about. Uh, the disciples listen and the Holy Spirit descends in that room, the upper room where the disciples were staying on the day of Pentecost. It's interesting in that moment what happens. We read in Acts chapter 2, verse 5, these words. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. Every nation. And what does the Holy Spirit do? The good news of Jesus is proclaimed to every people group in their own native tongue, their own language. It is the call of Jesus in Matthew 28 being fulfilled. Go 
and make disciples of all yeah. nations. Yeah, there it is. Following that moment, remember Peter, Peter stands up empowered by the Holy Spirit and explains to the crowd what's happening. And he invites the crowd to repent and be baptized. And 3,000 yeah. were added to their number that day. He became, in those moments, he became that fisher of men. Right. He, he saw his calling completed. Mm-hmm. Peter was doing what God had originally called him to do. God's grace that, that found him and redeemed him and filled him with his Holy Spirit was the same grace that now sent him to be his witness in the world. And don't, don't miss this point. Peter had to leave the upper room. Mm-hmm. 3,000 people were not going to fit into the upper room. He had to get out of his place of comfort. He was literally sent out. We must remember you know, what we do on Sundays at our, at our building on the corner of 19th and East Streets in Bedford, Indiana. You know, it's important. But it's not the only thing that matters. All of Lawrence County and beyond, they can't fit into our building. We are being sent out to carry the light of Christ, to proclaim the good news of Jesus, and to share our lives empowered by the Spirit. We must go. Right. So whether that is chatting with a neighbor, maybe it's crossing paths with a familiar cashier, maybe feeling a nudge to check in on a friend you haven't talked to in a while, Feeling led to, to reach out to share your story with a family member. Uh, starting a new ministry here at our church or, or in our community. Maybe it's sharing your faith with a coworker. Serving the least of these in, in a specific way. It could be anything, right? What's important is that we go in God's sending grace. So we invite you to, again, consider the question, what is God sending you to say and to do? invite you to go. Listen again to some of the final words of Jesus to his disciples. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end. Thanks again for listening in. We would love for you to follow or subscribe if you haven't already so you can catch the next episode. We look forward to continuing the conversation with you.